Hello and welcome to another edition of What Matters Most to You. I'm your host, the one and only Vincent T. Edwards. Please feel free to visit me on the internet at vincenttedwards.com. That's vincenttedwards.com. And my guest today, all the way from sunny California, is Dr. Christine Horner, and we're going to be talking about some proactive health recommendations. How are you doing today, Dr. Horner? I'm doing darn good. You know, it's it's real quiet here. <laughs> I'm single, so I've been in solitary confinement, but I'm hanging in there okay. I'm not crazy yet. <laughs> I don't think you'll be going crazy. Uh, and hopefully, you know, after all this is over, you won't be single long. I'm just putting that out there in the airways. Okay, thank you. <laughs> prophetically, if, that, if that's your desire, you know. <laughs> Oh, for my listening audience today, uh, my guest, Dr. Horner, is one of the country's leading authorities on integrative and preventative health. She has consulted with hundreds of patients facing life-threatening cancer diagnosis on how to strengthen the immune system when the body is under constant attack through the use of clinically studied nutritional supplements. Um, so we're, we're going to stop right there, this whole concept of the uh, immune system. So... Um, Dr. Horner, what is your specific area uh, of medicine that you practice? Because I know you're a surgeon. Well, I used to be a surgeon, so I was, you know, board certified in general surgery and also board certified in plastic surgery. And then I worked as a plastic surgeon for about 12 years, and I had a, a particular interest in uh, breast cancer patients, and I did a lot of breast reconstruction and initially it started because my mom you know I'd had breast cancer and then uh, one thing I'm fairly well known for is uh, you know right after I started my practice I started my practice in 1991 and in 1993 all of a sudden insurance companies decided that they didn't want to pay for breast reconstruction anymore after mastectomy so uh, that made me really mad and uh, so I uh, spent five years um, uh, you know, spearheading a campaign to make it mandatory that insurance companies pay for breast reconstruction after mastectomy, and I met with President Clinton and uh, Hillary several times, and and through some divine intervention, uh, we actually got a uh, a law passed federally saying that all women uh, can have breast reconstruction done if their insurance companies pay for mastectomies, which they all do. And uh, that included, you know, all the stages of operations and including symmetry, you know, on the opposite side. Now, while I started working on this campaign, my mom, who had had um, stage one disease, so kind of the earliest, you know, type of breast cancer that you can get and everything okay. was favorable about it. Well, five years later, she ends up getting metastatic breast cancer to her uh, bone in her leg. And so uh, she just gave up didn't want to live. She wasn't going to do chemo and radiation and all that kind of stuff, and she died about nine months later. So that really rocked my world. And, uh, and then I was looking at my practice, and I was really horrified when I was seeing that my patients were getting younger and younger until finally I was doing breast reconstruction for breast cancer on women in their 20s. Wow. And I thought, you know, something's, got to, something's wrong here. 
so this was 20 years ago, and I started going through the medical research, and even, you know, way back then, I found thousands of studies that showed exactly why we have a breast cancer epidemic and everything that we're doing to contribute to it and the things that we traditionally don't do in this culture that are highly protective, and they were all natural. So it's, you know, it's basically diet and lifestyle, you know, as we see with so many different things, but, you know, the research shows about 95% of the cases could be prevented, you know, just through diet and lifestyle. So that took me into, you know, the natural health world, and I started actually doing a television segment on the newscast. I was living in Cincinnati, Ohio at the time, and I started doing a segment in the newscast on complementary and alternative medicine, and then that got syndicated. One thing led to another, and I decided to leave my practice and uh, dedicate myself to teaching people how to avoid the knife. Um, so really my focus is about how do you become healthy naturally and honestly this is not something I learned in medical school or any of my residencies I mean I feel like I learned nothing about health I learned about how to suppress diseases or to cut things out but really didn't learn about health and it wasn't until I did my own kind of investigation I you know learned about Ayurveda the traditional system of medicine from India which is all focused about how to create health um, and so that's really been my focus for the last, oh gosh, maybe 15, 20 years at this point in time. Um, so, you know, with this COVID, COVID-19, you know, coming out, um, you know, I feel like it's really important to talk about what we can do to really strengthen our immune system because that's the thing that really keeps us well. Um, and that allows us to be able to successfully fight off this disease. And anybody who's watching the news knows that, you know, there's a huge percentage of people that have absolutely no symptoms, you know, with it. And to the point, and then, you know, on the other spectrum, there's people that are dying from it. And one of the, you know, key things that is the distinguishing factor between those two groups is that, you know, the younger people in particular have much stronger immune systems. And as we get older, our immune systems are not as strong. So we really have to focus in on things that we can do. And there's a number of things that we can do that will really help to strengthen our immune system. Wow. And, and in your talk, when I was listening to you, you said two words, diet and lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's like the dynamic duel that goes with fear and procrastination because you know, like they're like polar ops. You know, people know, okay, I've got to change my diet. I've got to change my lifestyle, but people don't do it because of fear and then procrastination and putting things off. And so that is, that is a critical element. So when you talk, yeah. when you talk about the immune system and we hear this word, what exactly is the immune system? So the immune system is composed of all sorts of different Cells. Uh, we kind of group them into being white blood cells. And basically what they do is they go out and they look for foreign invaders. So this would include things like bacteria and viruses. And so they will identify them, then they will destroy them, and then they will eliminate them. So uh, the whole point of that immune system is really something, you know, to keep us well and particularly looking at, you know, the category of foreign invaders. Now, that also includes, you know, cancer cells, you know, too. But, you know, at this point in time, it's like we're really focusing on the, you know, the uh, viruses. 
And so uh, by keeping that immune system strong, I mean, that's really the key thing that allows us to um, get rid of, you know, any kind of unwanted, you know, virus or bacteria in our body. So with this onset of uh, COVID-19, the good old uh, corona, how important is the immune system now? Well, you know, it's, it's absolutely, you know, critically important. And, you know, the, uh, you know, in this quarantine time, I mean, there's several different things happening. But, you know, all of us are, like, incredibly stressed out. I mean, there's just no way. You know, you can't be, you know, if you listen to the news or and just the changes in all of our, you know, lives and everything. And so stress is something that really, um, you know, takes a hit on our immune system. And what we want to do normally, the normal human being thinks, is to go for comfort foods, and those are usually high in carbohydrates and sugars, and, you know, we're drinking excess alcohol, making, you know, maybe smoking cigarettes, staying up, you know, late at night, kind of binge-watching Netflix or something. (laughs) And these are all the exact wrong things to do because... All of those things are going to weaken your immune system. And so what we all should be focusing on right now is what can we do to make our immune systems as strong as they possibly can. And like I said, it's even more important. The older you are, the more important it is, you know, um, to, uh, you know, really help your immune system because it naturally uh, becomes less um, strong, you know, with age. And it's really, a, you know, for me it's a time where, most of us, not, I mean, the first responders, this isn't true, but most of us have a lot more time on our hands. And so it's really a time where we can focus on the adopting healthy habits. And then the whole idea is that once you start working on incorporating these healthy habits, then it's very easy to keep doing them for the rest of your life. And that's really the keys to having extraordinary health and longevity. And to me, it's just more joyful to live a life when you're nice and healthy yes indeed i believe there's a quote that says the first wealth is health and so when we talk about your immune system how safe is it to try to boost your immune system and what are some of the things that you can do or one can do to boost um, their immune system well there's a number of really simple things you know that we found that can make a big difference and you know, if you've been watching the news. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the news, I mean, how can you? It's like the, it's all day long, 24-7. Exactly. So a couple weeks ago, um, there was, you know, a consistent conversation about a couple of vitamins that uh, could make a big difference. And that, you know, vitamin C and vitamin D, you know, are kind of the main ones. And... Both vitamin C and vitamin D are very important in having a strong, healthy immune system. Um, and, uh, you know, vitamin D is something that we uh, has been researched like crazy in the last, you know, 10, 15 years or so. And it's shown to behave more like a hormone in the body. And so it actually is essential for the proper functioning of every cell in our body. And so we'll see that if people are low in vitamin D, it ramps up all sorts of different kinds of chronic diseases for neurological things like Parkinson's disease and multiple sclerosis to, you know, certain kinds of cancers, bone health. I mean, just tons and tons of different things. But it turns out that it's uh, extremely important for the immune system. And there's studies that have been done that show that there's a direct linear relationship between the level of your vitamin D and your uh, risk of developing 
upper respiratory infections and influenzas. Wow. So the optimal level of vitamin D that you want to have in your blood is 40 to 60 nanograms per deciliter. Now, normally we can get it if we're out in the sunshine. Of course, we know most people are quarantined right now. Can't so go, don't go out. To, don't go to the beach. Don't go to the <laughs> beach if you listen. Beaches are closed here in San Diego. That's right. So it's harder, you know, for lots of people to get enough, you know, from just sun exposure. And so it's important to take supplemental vitamin D. And that's a little tricky because it's not like this cookbook recommendation. So everybody kind of metabolizes it differently. And that means that different people need different amounts in order to get their blood levels up to that therapeutic range. So really, you have to know what your blood levels are in order to know how much you need to be taking. Now, of course. So you would have to go to a physician to get blood work done. You actually don't because, again, right now, they're not letting us go to a physician unless you have an emergency. But that's not a problem because you can actually order this kit on a website called nutrientpower.org. And on nutrientpower.org, they have a kit uh, that you can uh, order that comes to your house, and you can measure your vitamin D level. So it has instructions, super easy. All you do is just prick your finger, put a little dot of blood on a piece of paper, you send it in, and they will email you and let you know what your levels are. And then you can uh, realize whether you need to increase what you're taking or or decrease or or whatever. But... um, the one thing that kind of across the board is that we used to do recommendations that you take some ridiculously low level, like 400 international units or something. And it turns out that most people need 2,000 to 5,000 international units a day in order to get their blood levels up to that therapeutic range. And I can attest to that fact. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, your personal, dis- you know, a little disclosure. I, my vitamin D level was extremely low. Um, at one time, and wow, so, and okay. I was and I was a little tired, a little fatigued, uh-huh, um, yeah. because you know I see a rheumatologist because you know I want to talk a, a little bit more about I'm um, having a compromised immune system, and so my levels were like under like I want to say twelve or something like that. <gasps> oh my gosh! <laughs> well, it's a good point. So people of color actually have lower vitamin D levels because the uh, color in your skin is blocking. You know, the the penetration of the uh, uh, ultraviolet radiation to your skin. Mm. So it's, it's very common for people of color to have lower vitamin D levels. So, uh, yeah, very important, you know, for, for most people to be taking a supplement. Yeah, so, yeah. for sure. So I take a supplement every uh-huh. every single day. I'm, think, I'm, a, I'm almost around the 4,000 level uh-huh. every every single day so yeah. i can un- understand that but um does the body regularly absorb readily absorb vitamin d or does it have to be mixed with something else like uh, i like th- i think like calcium you know you need uh-huh. something else um for the body to readily absorb it well it's a fat soluble vitamin so what that means is it's something that will absorb into our system better if it's with fat, and then it will actually store in the fat. So normally it's recommended that you take vitamin D with a meal that's kind of like your biggest meal of the day that would have like higher fat levels in it. Okay. You know, so like uh, I very commonly will eat like a, an omelet, you know, with, you know, like adding some cheese or something to it, and that's always when I take my vitamin D. So that's the, the main time that you want to take that is with a bigger meal, you get better absorption with it, yeah. Is there another, you know, uh, supplement that someone can can look at to help 
improve their immune system based on some medical research that has been done? Sure. So um, this is, you know, one thing that most people probably haven't heard of is that um, it's very important to take amino acids. And amino acids are the building blocks for proteins. And so they're actually the building blocks for proteins that will make um, white blood cells and antibodies in the immune system. So uh, normally what happens is, um, you know, as we get older, all, the, all these terrible things happen. <laughs> the immune system doesn't work as well. We also have, uh, uh, you know, there's a phenomenon where we start to lose lean muscle mass. And it starts like when you're in your 30s where every year you'll lose 1% to 3% of lean muscle mass. So by the time, you know, you're in your 60s and you've had, you know, considerable loss, and this is why, you know, we, we do age categories for athletes, like my brother's a runner and he has his little categories based <laughs> on age, because we can't run as fast. We are not as strong, you know, as we get older. That I mean, that's why. And it doesn't matter how much you exercise. You just will naturally lose, you know, some of this lean muscle mass. Father time. <laughs> yep, yep. Now you have compound things. So let's say we're quarantined, right? Well, a lot of people aren't getting as much exercise as they normally do. You know, I'm like an exercise fanatic. I run, thank goodness I continue running, but, you know, up to five miles a day. I do ballroom dancing. I play tennis. I, you know, of course, everything's wiped out <laughs> except for being able to run. So most people, like I said, we're, you know, in this quarantine situation, we are not getting the exercise we normally do. So that by definition, you're losing more muscle mass. And then if you get sick, there's this phenomenon where your body will instantly start breaking down muscle in order to supply the amino acids for your immune system. So you can see where it gets real bad, you know, real, real fast in people that are more elderly. And this is, you know, one of the reasons we see, uh, like the COVID-19, for instance, is something that uh, is particularly bad for elderly patients or the nursing home patients. You know, we've seen huge deaths in, uh, in nursing homes because a lot of these people, you know, are at bed rest and so forth. Now, now the great thing is is that there's a lot of research that's been done that shows that if you take amino acid supplements not only does it uh, help to uh, supply the uh, you know building blocks for the proteins for your immune system but it can also prevent that muscle loss you know so if we if we have a lot of muscle loss you know it's it's the problem is not only that our bodies are weaker but also that it just you know debilitates our whole physiology it really increases our risk of all sorts of you know different chronic diseases and, and then weakens our immune system even more so the interesting thing is is when they did these studies they tried like different combinations of amino acids and then they found that there was this one particular um, kind of formula where they had a very specific uh, types of amino acids and then the proportions of them is also something that was very uh, specific too so they actually had increased several different types of amino acids versus the other ones and, and what then happened was they got the very best results okay so um, in other words there's a well there's a supplement uh, amino acid supplement called rejuvenate that uses this uh, you know particular combination that they found that was the most effective and so there's been like 
25, you know, plus clinical trials that have been done on it. And so what they found was um, it was so effective at helping to rebuild and repair the muscle that it could increase it by like as much as 57%. That's a huge percentage. And the most astounding thing to me was they did this study on uh, elderly nursing home patients that were at prolonged bed rest. Now, you would instantly think, you know, these people are going to lose, you know, huge amounts of muscle mass. And they yeah, they're immobile, like, yeah. Yeah, if you're at bed rest for like a month, you're, you know, the, the um, science shows that you lose about half of your muscle strength if you're, you know, bed rest for a month. So these elderly nursing home patients at bed rest for, you know, prolonged period of time, and so they were given, you know, rejuvenate, and they've, uh, they didn't lose any of their muscle mass, even at bed rest, you know, which to me is like just completely astounding. So... So these amino acid supplements are something I recommend for people like normally because, you know, we have that uh, lean muscle, uh, you know, mass loss that we normally have and you can help to keep it, you know, a little bit higher by taking, uh, you know, the amino acids. Uh, but definitely, you know, at this time, I think it's extremely important to be taking uh, the amino acid supplements so that you can also, you know, support your immune system and just keep your, you know, your whole physiology strong. So it's it's actually a little hard to find if you, you know, Google it. But um, the website where you can find it is called RejuvenateMuscle.com. RejuvenateMuscle.com. Yeah, RejuvenateMuscle.com. So that's where you can find it. And it's really simple to take. It's just a packet that you put into a uh, glass of water and stir it up and drink it once a day. That's all that it is required. Hmm. Wow. So if they were, my listening audience goes out to your website, DrChristineHorner.com, what can they find and what's beneficial about your website? Well, um, you know, it, there's a wealth of information on it, lots of, you know, kind of tips and tricks for your health, and um, lots of videos. If people prefer to, to learn by videos, I've got a lot of different videos on there. Um, just, you know, just go through some of the, my, you know, my main thing is, like, what are the things that you can do that are the simplest, most practical, easy things, but the most profound things that you can do for your health? Um, so that's kind of the, you know, the gist of it. But, um, you know, we all are interested in keeping ourselves healthy. And quite frankly, I, I did not know how to create health until I was out of <laughs> my practice and learning about Ayurveda and so forth. So, um, again, just real simple tricks, but, you know, they have really profound effects. And, and it ends up that it's really pretty darn simple to be able to experience extraordinary health. So during this time of, of quarantine, you know, um, what can I do and get the biggest bang for my buck to help me to improve my immune system and to maybe even get into better condition and better health so when I walk out of quarantine, I feel and look a whole lot better? Well, you know, good health and a healthy immune system has really got many different facets to it. So I, you know, call it kind of the holistic approach. There's not just one thing. It's not like you can just take supplements and you're going to be healthy. So it, of course, always starts with diet. And a uh, good diet uh, actually means uh, one that's primarily plant-based and uh, always choose organic, you know, so you don't get the pesticides. So really lots of organic fruits and vegetables. And you will find those in the grocery stores. <laughs> it's not the thing people are normally reaching for. 
So, uh, so that's, you know, kind of the foundation with the diet. Um, exercise, everybody knows. I mean, this is one of the pillars of health. And um, what the research shows is you don't have to do that much to really have amazing effects. So just 30 minutes of brisk walking a day is all that you need uh, to get most of the health benefits that you can see with exercise. And the research also shows you don't have to do it all at one time. You can do 10 minutes, like in the morning, 10 minutes at noon, 10 minutes at night, and that accumulative thing is equal to if you were to do, you know, the 30 minutes at one time. So, you know, it becomes, you know, really easy, I think. Um, and then, um, you know, the next thing is uh, sleep. So, um, you know, a lot of us want to stay up late at night. <laughs> Not, nothing else to do is just stream, stream movies, binge watch. <laughs> but, but actually, um, you know, of course, the number of hours that we sleep a night is a very important, but equally important is the actual times that you're in bed. So the research shows that if you go to bed before 10 o'clock, before 10 o'clock, and get up before <laughs> 6 o'clock, those are the optimal hours of sleep where we get the deepest rest and, the, and you know, how, what's going to support our immune system the most. And it all has to do with these different kinds of hormonal fluctuations that we have throughout the day and throughout the night. And if you go to bed before 10 o'clock, they're optimal. If you go to bed after 10 o'clock, they're not. If you stay up to midnight on a regular basis, the hormonal fluctuations are so abnormal that it actually doubles your risk of diabetes, heart disease, obesity, and several different kinds of cancers. So, it's like so, I, so I won't be able to watch the 11 o'clock news. No, you won't. You have to, you know, put it on your, like, whatever, your recorder. <laughs> exactly. So uh, now you're going to watch the 6 o'clock news. <laughs> you can get that. Yeah, and then stress, you know, uh, obviously that's a huge factor and um, something that hits your immune system and shortens your lifespan and everything else. So I always recommend doing a daily effective stress reducing technique like meditation, tai chi, qigong, yoga. And the great thing is, is we've got all these instructional videos on YouTube, you know, so you can just put them on YouTube and you can learn how to do, uh, you know, these various different techniques and just do classes, you know, with them. So super simple and free. So, <laughs> so those are kind of the main things, you know, that I recommend, you know, at this point in time. And if you did all those things, you'd be way healthier when you walk out of this quarantine. Well, um, considering you've been doing this for a while and making these recommendations, and I know you've talked to a lot of people, seen a lot of people, and, and, and guided them, give us uh, one success story that's just so memorable how someone actually changed their diet and lifestyle based upon your guidance and how are they doing now. Well, I, I would say probably the most dramatic ones are, you know, my breast cancer patients. And I remember this uh, young woman that I operated on that was in her early 30s, and um, she had to have chemotherapy you know, after I operated on her. And so um, I, you know, told her about all these different kinds of, you know, supplements that she could do that would counteract the uh, side effects of the chemotherapy without interfering with the effectiveness and then talked with her about the ideal, you know, diet and lifestyle. So she started incorporating those things and taking the supplements that I recommended and then she looked at me after she started her chemotherapy and she said, I feel better on chemotherapy 
doing all the things you told me to do and taking the supplements than I did before I got sick. Wow. Yeah. That is powerful. Hmm. What is the biggest hindrance for people to change their diet and lifestyle, which would help to improve their immune system? You know, I think we get into bad habits. <laughs> and so when we start to get into bad habits, the human body is a very interesting thing. And it's like, you know, it likes to be in balance. But if we start doing things that bring our body into creating imbalances that will then, you know, develop into diseases, it actually makes our body start craving those things. So like the sugar and the alcohol and the so forth. So it's very hard to break those habits because your body's kind of craving them because of the imbalances that you have. So uh, the good news is, is that if you just start doing some healthy habits, like the things that we've been talking about, that kind of infuses some balance into the body. You know, going to bed before 10 o'clock at night, unbelievable how much better you feel when you wake up. Then you can start eat more easily making uh, good decisions. And the more things that you do that are bringing your body into balance, the easier it is for you. You feel better, then you start thinking, hey, what else can I do? So it's really kind of like the, the thing that's so hard is really kind of turning that corner from where you have your body into these imbalances, craving, you know, the things that are driving you out of imbalances, and just making the first step to starting to do things that is going to bring your body more into balance, and then your body will start craving more of the good things. So it's just start doing, and that's then. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have to you have to act yourself into motivation. <laughs> that's right. Just one thing. That's all you need to do. And some people, you know, I've had women where they have terrible menopausal symptoms, for instance, and I'm like, okay, you know, the one thing they said to me, hey, this is another example. I read your book, and I thought, okay, the one thing I can do that's the easiest is let me just start going to bed before ten o'clock. So they started doing that, and they were like, oh, my God, my hot flashes went away. I feel so much better. I have more energy. I feel <laughs> so all you have to do is start with one thing, and it really can be the thing that kind of tips you over into the other direction, and it makes it so much easier to start adding more and more things that make you healthier. So you know, since you brought that up, talk about some of the highlights of your book, Radiant Health, Ageless Beauty. So uh, the uh, intention of my book uh, is actually to teach people how to become healthy and, and therefore then experience extraordinary health and longevity. And like I said, I did not learn anything about how to create health when I went through medical school and residencies. So it's really something that just kind of takes you by the hand and uh, introduces you to all the different aspects. Um, always people say, you know, what's the one thing? Well, there's not one thing. <laughs> you know, everything <laughs> is equally important from diet to sleep to, you know, stress management, our relationships. I mean, there's uh, if you have one and don't have the others, you're not going to have good health. Or if you just have a couple and you're missing a couple, you're not going to have good health. So there's many different facets to what creates, you know, extraordinary health. Health, and they're really much of, of equal importance. So it really kind of takes you all uh, through all those different things. And then at the end of the book, I have like a 30-day program because I would 
find that when I would read books, there's so much information at the end of it. It's kind of like overwhelming. Where do I even start? And so what it does is, like I said, just takes you by the hand, and it's like, okay, day one, do this. Day two, do that. <laughs> and then by the end of 30 days, you're going to be doing all the different things that's really going to contribute to you having extraordinary health. Oh. Wow. So simple. And actually, my book won a National Book Award for the best book in health medicine and nutrition. So it's really simple, you know, to read, uh, very readable, and practical, easy things that you can do. Wow. And that is Radiant Health, Ageless Beauty, and it's available on her website. And I'm sure you can get it even on Amazon and everywhere. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what, what last words do you have for the audience today when it comes to better health, better immune system, better lifestyle, and when I say lifestyle, better quality of life? Well, my message is always that it's way simpler than you think. I mean, it may seem like it's daunting. Oh, my God, I'm going to have to, you know, like starve myself, juice, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because when <laughs> you, you look at meditate for hours a day, it's not like that. You know, it's it's incredibly easy to um, be to you know create extraordinary health and you know all you need to know is what to do and it's like I said it's you know right there so it's way simpler than you think that it would be um, my, my book prior to this one uh, was on all the natural approaches to protecting against and fighting breast cancer and so with the research everything that I found that had a statistically significant influence at lowering your risk would cut it in half you know so it's like oh my god everything cuts it in half and then each thing it doesn't just add up as far as the protection it will multiply up so you combine two healthy things you get like a multiplication of the uh, beneficial effects so that's why it's so it's so easy and you know you just start with one thing add another thing and you'll feel better and better and then you're naturally going to say what else can i do to feel even better so um uh, and, and then, you know, this is the thing that's really the key is for health, and we've seen this so much with COVID-19 where, you know, you can, you can you have the options of having no symptoms <laughs> or dying. So, Correct. And the whole, the whole difference is, you know, this, your state of health and your immune system. Very, very, very important health. You know, and a lot of people, I think, you know, when you look at these magazine covers and you look at all these these pictures, it's like, ah, that can't be me. You know, one, I mean, this question just comes to mind. You know, in order for me to be healthy, do I have to look like a magazine cover? <laughs> no, because they're airbrushed. They have makeup on, Botox. No, uh, no. You know, you're going to feel as good as you possibly can for you, you know, at your age. But you definitely do when you're doing these things. You will notice that your skin, you know, tone and your uh, the radiance to your skin is, you know, going to change. So you're going to look as good as you possibly can for you at your age. You're not going to look like a, a model on a magazine. that it, She doesn't even look like that either. I mean, they always talk about that, right? They, they <laughs> airbrushed and painted and all sorts of things. Okay. Well, Dr. Horner, I want to say thank you for being such a wonderful guest, and it's just a pleasure to talk to you, to hear that radiating smile coming through the telephone lines as you're out there in sunny California. Well, thank you. 
likewise. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, stay healthy. I know you're going to do that and keep doing what you do. And anytime you want to come back on and share something that's interesting and, and helpful um, from a health standpoint or just anything that you want to talk about, feel free to reach out to me and let me know. I'd be glad to have you back on okay, What Matters well, Most to You. Thanks. I will. All right. Well, you've been listening to What Matters Most to You with my wonderful guest today, Dr. Horner. You know, remember what I always say, and all that you do, be magnificent. And until next time, be good, be blessed, but most of all, be a blessing to someone. Dr. Horner, be a blessing to someone. <laughs> Thank you. All right. You take care. You Bye-bye.